Two words to describe G.J. Reynolds are focused and my husband. G.J. is my amazing husband who I get the honor of working with every single day. I'm so thankful you all get to meet him and get to know him just a little bit in this show. Here's the one thing I know about G.J. When he sets his mind to accomplishing a goal, he is focused. And we're going to share what we're focusing on is called March to a Billion. You're going to love our conversation. Here we go. have been planning for this show for almost five years and so we get to sit here today oh my goodness. I know almost five years in the making so I want to get into time management like that's kind of the thing that we're going to be talking about today and I think that we've done I mean if I do say so myself I think we've done a really good job of doing a lot in those 10 years. Um, and I just want you to kind of just start the conversation of time management. We're going to get back into our personal lives and our marriage a lot throughout this conversation. But um, when you hear the word time management, you immediately want to switch to like time valument. So tell me why you like that phrasing better than time management. Well, time management is simply managing your time. Time valuement is you start to hold what's important. Yeah. And then you start to prioritize what's really important. And and the one thing that my dad taught taught me was, you know, if you're going to do something, do it right. And then why do why does everyone always have an, the time to go back when they didn't do it right the first time to go back and do it again the second time? Yeah. And so so I learned at an early age time valuement. So you find out. You'll make time for whatever you feel is valuable and is most important. Yeah. And what I've learned. And you do that really well because you are super focused. Like when you work on a project, you are very focused on excellence and doing it right the first time. I mean, you have lived that out for sure. I see that in you. Well, thank you. That's that's good. Well, so, uh, so what are the differences other than what I just said there is time management is just manage your time. And w what I see in today's culture, and, you know, even I got sucked into it. I mean, when we met, I was traveling almost yeah. every day of the week. Right. I was somewhere in a new city, and then I was in new countries. I mean, I, yeah. was, I was traveling 70,000 to 100,000 miles by plane alone, not counting all the, you know, the, the traveling by vehicle. And, and it was like, go, go, go. And on one hand, that was, seems like exciting, and it was. But then yeah. all of a sudden, it was like, oh, my gosh, I have right. no life. Right. It's kind of an <clears throat> illusion that you think the more busy you are, the more productive you are, the more successful you're going to be. It's like we're taught that a little bit, that the faster and harder you go, the better it's going to be. And then I feel like... Um, you know, at the end of the day, if you're in a hotel room and it's like, is this really what I wanted? And so valuing our time of setting the right priorities is something we've really had to come to an agreement on of what does that really look like? Right. And, and the, the old adage, less is more. Right. And, and so when we met, it was go, go, go. Right. You weren't go, go, go. You were in a rebuild your, your, whole life in right. so many ways 
And so you were like step by step. So it was like, oh my gosh, she's just going step by step and I'm going like a whirlwind. Uh-huh. And you know, however, what what happened for me you know, during that time is I realized, okay, what's really important? And then I saw from from afar how you were prioritizing what was important to you, you know, and, and, and on a daily basis. And right. then you were staying true to that. Right. And and you were con- you were con- uh, convicted to that. And right. uh, that's the key: is are you convicted to your yeah. your your time your time? Because that's the number one thing uh, most people. When they're when they're on their deathbed, and and this is a, I read this in several articles. The number one thing they they've always said, I wish I had more time. Right. I wish I could have spent more time with my loved ones. Right. I could have had more impact. Right. I could have loved better or loved more. Nobody really ever says, man, I wish I would have worked more. And and working. You know, God wants us to work hard. I mean, um, Ecclesiastes it says something about like work. Um, without looking at the clock until the day's done, because you don't know moment by moment what God will have you do through those wor- times of work. And yet at the same time, our priorities are God first, family second, marriage second, which I think we've done a really good job of figuring that out. We weren't good at that at the beginning of our marriage. And I think we've done a really good job of saying, look, God is first, our marriage is second, our family is third, and everything else comes after that. And I think we both had things that um, gave us the illusion that other things may have been more important. Absolutely. And and with the and, and that's still a challenge. Yeah. You know, so for anybody to say, oh, we got it figured <laughs> yeah. out, it's perfect. Believe no. me, we don't. We don't. We definitely don't have it figured out. What we do have figured out, we have a covenant. Yeah. We have a conviction yeah. to doing what is right and doing it with excellence. And then there's another verse, and don't ask me to to, to state it <laughs> word for word. Colossians 3:23. Work as if you're working directly for the Lord. Yeah. And you know that really hit me hard. Yeah. Really, in the last year, I was like, I mean, why am I doing all these things? And you know, like you said, I can focus. Strategy. I'm highly competitive, yeah. you know, highly ambitious, and that's also been a, a flaw of mine. And right. and we'll, we can talk more about that. Oh, I know it's. A, <laughs> I'm just kidding. But yeah, I fully. I didn't know I had ha- any flaws. <laughs> I have fully experienced this. <laughs> yes, but it's w- been where's cool. the mirror? Yeah, it's been great to see that transformation in you too. No, thank you, thank you. Can you record that? Oh, it is being <laughs> it recorded. Is. You'll have that forever and ever. <laughs> Can you say that one more time? <laughs> uh, I lost where I was. No, working for the Lord. Yeah. Um, I've always, you know, going back to an early age, is you know, my parents taught if you're going to do something, do it right, and do right. it to the best of your abilities, and 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 don't quit. You know, maybe you decide that you don't want to do that, but don't just up and quit. Yeah. You know, it's a process. Good. And I, I feel like with the, you know, working for the Lord is like, okay, if I'm, if I, one day I have to stand before the Lord, okay, what is he going to say? Is he going to say, well, you could have done better or, yeah. hey, good job. Well done, my good and faithful servant. Amen. When life gets hard, it helps to know you're not alone. If you or someone you care about is battling anxiety or depression or loneliness, Our comprehensive collection of classes and resources cover more than 100 topics like these. All of our classes are based on biblical truth, giving you hope beyond what the world has to offer. Sign up to watch the Women of Faith collection of classes at Liftable TV and start moving toward the freedom you crave.
we envision a world transformed by women living victoriously with Him. We prepare our kids to be able to speak up what they, for what they believe in. God wants to provide for us all the wisdom and the knowledge that we need. He wants you to have a group of friends. He wants you to feel like you belong. He wants you to be in community because we're made for relationship. Watch over 80 diverse Christian programs, including the Women of Faith show and classes on Liftable. Over the last four and a half, five years, we've really focused on what's most important. Yep. And, and it's been a crazy five years. I right. mean, it, I mean, since we've met each other, it's been an up and down, and not so much with you and I. I mean, yeah. that's one thing that's been, we've had our ups, we've had our downs, but they haven't been up, up, and down, down. And, you know, that's just part of building a relationship and having a relationship, you're gonna go through the waves. And I feel like when you're focused on what matters, and then you'll find the time. You'll find what, what's really important is for your valuement. Yeah. And when you have God first, and we can talk like habits. I think it would be a good thing to talk about as well as our habits, because we live by our habits. And I, I can tell by somebody's habits where their life's at. If they have no habits, they actually have habits. Yeah. They just may not be good habits. But time is the number one thing. And if you value your time, and then if you value the time that you have with the right things, then there's peace. You can find peace. And I think we've done a really <clears throat> good job of um, that transition. You know, as we have come closer to Christ, we've come closer to each other. And that has been the foundation for us is what is, um, what is our foundation? And I always talk about the triangle of there's you and there's me and there's Jesus up here. And as we come closer and closer together, we have been able to um, set our priorities right and come closer in our marriage, you know, and that's made it so much easier for us because no matter if we're on the high or if we're on the low in life, when Jesus is at the center, because he's at the center of our lives, that has made it so much easier for us. Absolutely. And. I just know, speaking for myself, being, you know, former military sergeant, the the hard the hardness of it, or the 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 warrior side of being a guy, um, you know, I know that, and being a competitor and achiever, you know, it's like I'm gonna do it in my own time and my own way. And the more I've gotten closer to Jesus, the more, like you said, that has gone to closer to Him. My relationship with You yeah. is better. <clears throat> I've gotten closer with You. Uh, and my closest relationships. And then what used to look, what used to bother me, I'm like, well, that's just who they are. Right. And having that acceptance, right. you know, it's okay when other people don't do it the way you do it. Yeah. Uh, and that was a big transformation for me because I'm like, this is where we're gonna do it. Here's how we're gonna do it. And yeah. we're gonna go get there and we're gonna make it happen and we're gonna get there no matter what. Right. And God sometimes says, that ain't gonna happen that way. <laughs> That really brings me to my next question for you, which I know the answer, but I want everybody listening to know the answer. What is your ultimate dream? If you had no reservations, nothing restricting you, what would be the one thing you want to accomplish in your life? Well, before I answer it, and I'm very clear on what that answer is, and is that sometimes there's building blocks to get to where, Oh yeah. so what it looks like here doesn't look like at the top. You know, so if you, go, if you climbed up into a building, you know, what it looks like at the ground floor doesn't look the same at the 25th, sure. the 25th floor. So, and there's a building block. So one of the things that I, I for me personally, God, God started grabbing a hold of me 
Well, God grabbed a hold of me since I was born. There's no doubt about it. And then, you know, when I came to Christ, then I went wayward for a while, and God had to really grab my attention in a major way. I mean, I had to be broken in every way. And bit by bit, God kept saying, look, I'm just, you just trust me, and I will show you the way. I mean, I kept hearing, show me the way. So there's a song, show me the way. So every time I hear it, I'm like, I always think of that moment. I will show you how, I will show you the way. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing it was like, okay, now that I've helped you get on solid ground, all right, I'm gonna help you, have you help other people. So then I started helping other people. Well, then that was, you know, a few people. You know, usually the people around me. Then it ended up being the thousands. Then, then you know, I was blessed to have a company that where we met that we actually impacted millions of people. And so God says that you're going to impact millions of people directly and indirectly. Then he, then he, then he said, set a big goal. And this, and and this is one of the things. Do you have a God goal? Because if you don't have a God goal, your goals aren't big enough. Your dreams aren't big enough. So God put it on me, and there's no way I could accomplish this in my own being. Right no matter what I do or how I do it. And even with women of faith, we can't do it all with women of faith. I sure. feel like we're a catalyst. And that's another thing. Sometimes we're catalysts for other people's dreams and goals. Mm-hmm. And sometimes <clears throat> the catalytic part is actually big and may achieve our goal. It just may not be how we look at it. For so sure. God ended up putting on, on my heart, you know, before we even were part of women of faith, um, to go and impact a billion people. And I'm like, okay, what does that look like? Right. Well, then we started, you know, our company started expanding globally. And so I'm like, okay, maybe this is possible. But I didn't really see it. But through all that, I still was thinking about opportunity. I was thinking about money. I was thinking about all the materialistic things. I wasn't thinking about the true godly impact and thinking eternal. Right. So my answer is two things. One is impacting a billion people. A billion. That's B with a billion. And that's big. And that and that can sound grandiose and well yeah, that's great. I mean one one post now on social can go to see be seen by a billion people. But God wants it more than just a single post. God wants impact. God wants transformation. God wants people to look in at eternity. And so to me the two answers which go together is thinking eternal, living as if we're going to heaven. And when you start to do that, then things start to the seem to be important aren't so important which goes back to time okay how do i have the most time the most value in impacting people for the for the kingdom and when you start thinking about that and working for the lord everything changes and then so i'm like well do any of my goals really matter so now i take it to prayer is this what you want me to do, Lord? Is this what you want me to to have? Is this what you want me, where you want me to go? Right. And now, and the more you do that, and we can talk more about how we how you get there. Um, so it's just tr- radically changed my perspective, and I know it's a God goal because I can't do it by myself. And even with women of faith, we impact a lot of people on a daily basis. Um, and I still think that's small what, what's, what's possible. So now I think possible. I think it through the God lens, even though I can't see through the God lens. And <clears throat> I'm thinking about eternal. And when those drivers are clicking, that's everything about it from my whole life now. That my whole life has changed and transformed to thinking about who can I help into the kingdom and who can go have eternal life.
Yeah, and our purpose statement at Women of Faith is to impact God's kingdom by reaching a billion, march to a billion. And it isn't important that it is a billion. You know, it's it's a number to to attain to. And I think we have big goals. You know, so there's purpose. We've talked about that. We've talked about priorities. We've talked about what's the goal. The goal is to reach a billion people for God's kingdom. And then we've touched on habits and discipline. So, you know, I think a lot of times, again, it feels like a lot of different things. Like what is purpose? What is time valuement? What is time management? What is um, priorities? And how do you actually get to those God goals? I love talking about God goals. Like for me, I don't want to create a goal unless it's a God goal. I don't need a goal from Alita's own thought process. Um, When I set my goals, I do that in my morning time. I review them in my morning time. I do a whole training on that of what is actually important to me. And it's important to me. Why is it important to me? because it's important to God and because I'm following in his footsteps. I'm doing, you you said, um, show me the way, like what is the way that he wants us to go collectively as a marriage, as um, working together, we want to do what God is asking us to do. And the only way that we know how to do that is knowing our purpose, knowing our goals, knowing what God has for us, and then listening to him and obeying. And that's where the habits really come in is spending that time in the morning with God, talking to him, and then also listening. So why don't you expand on what some of your habits are that have really helped you be in focus? Well, I think one thing that's important is we both, when we first met, we weren't really good commodities for dating. (laughs) That's a great way to put it. Maybe that's the wrong words. I apologize. (laughs) But we were not in a good place as far as dating. Right. That's why we started working together and we were friends at first. (laughs) Right. And you made it clear we're friends. Yes. Yes. Um, And the reason I share that is no matter where you're at, you, you you have to start. Right. And and it doesn't matter how bad, because a lot of times people say, oh, well, you got a show. And oh, by the way, you got this and you got that. And what a, but n- most people don't realize that there was a time where we, we couldn't pay our bills. Yeah. There was a time we didn't know what was next. We didn't know how to do all the things that had to happen. And, and, and it was like, oh my gosh. And then every day there was something, you know, some type of challenge that we we're yeah. faced with. And and, and, we've, and that's happened before we got together and it's happened since we got together. Yep. So I say that because it is so important for people to know that, you know, well, that's great for them. What about me? Because yep. we've been there. I so agree. Broken financially, broken spiritually, broken emotionally, broken physically, broken financially. Or did I already say that? You know, the thing, yeah. <laughs> the, the thing that I um, look back on, um, you know, again, easy to talk about what's your mission, what's your vision, what's your purpose, all of these things. And it's kind of like, I don't know. I remember when I was being life coach. So I decided I wanted to be a life coach. And before I could be a life coach, I had to be life coached. So I was going through the process of developing my mission statement, developing my vision statement. And now, okay, and that was back in 2008, so a very long time ago. When I made it, it sounded grandiose. So when you're saying that, you're like, we have to start somewhere. And I was pretty much 
a little bit off rock bottom at the time that I was creating my mission and vision statement. And now I look back at that and that's what I'm actually doing today. When I created that mission and vision statement, I'm like, who am I to do all those things? I mean, that's kind of been like the theme of my life is like, who am I to be doing this? Like, why would I be chosen to do that? Or that sounds really cool, but maybe that's for somebody else because you know, I didn't even understand why God had me create my own mission and vision statement. And now I look at it and I look at how your mission and vision statement and then our women of faith mission, vision, purpose, it all comes together just how it was supposed to. And that is so Amen. fascinating to me that God works through our life, through all the brokenness, through the rock bottom moments. I mean, that's kind of how we came together was because we we're at these not good places in certain aspects of our lives. And now we can sit here and say, we learned so much because we chose to make Jesus as the center of our life because of it. Yeah, and, and when we first got together, Jesus was not the center of our life. Jesus was a part of our life, but he wasn't the center. Yeah. And there's a difference there. Yeah. Um, oh, it just makes me want to tear up, really, thinking about 2008 to now of the transformation that we've had together. Do you remember what the first thing that uh, I'm taking over the show now. <laughs> okay, ask me a question. <laughs> Do you remember what the first thing you told me and Tony that very first time? Oh man, I don't want to talk about that. So um, you asked me the question, without any reservation, without any limitations, what would you want to do with your life? And all of a sudden, this voice came out of my mouth. I was like, I wish, the it's second like, I said it, like, get out. I, <laughs> I said, I want to be a public speaker. And I kind of looked around and I was like, who just said that? I didn't even know that that was what I wanted to be, but you said without any reservation. And I had so many limiting beliefs in my life. I thought, I'm a single mom, I have no education, I don't know anything about that. I would be terrified to do that. And all of a sudden, that's what came out of my mouth because you said without any reservation, without any limitation, what do you think you could do in your life? And that, was all God. Amen. Yeah. And even though we didn't know it at the time, I mean, we're here. Yeah. And I mean, really, God placed this show onto my heart. Long before. Uh, yeah. So many years ago. And so for us to be sitting here, being able to talk on the show about where God has brought us through is um, emotional. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to transition. All right, well, before you transition. <laughs> See, I like to transition. I know, I know. You want to transition. I'm going to, I'm going to come back. This is okay. how we operate. I'm going to come back. You're like, hey, sometimes we got to dial this back. Yeah. Sometimes I, I dial it back. Uh, so we work really well in that sense. And, and sometimes there's been friction. Um, sometimes. But, but the thing about the friction, when there's friction, sometimes that's actually good because. Well, we're both passionate people. Right, passion, the challenge, and then it, it actually spawns something much greater that a lot of times we got to say, oh, that's what God wanted in the first place. Yeah. Um, going back to habits. So what, what I, and you talk, we just talked about mission and purpose. And if you don't have one, I mean, there's two types of people that, that we've come in contact over and over and over. Ones that have no, no clue what their purpose is, no mission statement, you know, no, really no habits that are going to move them forward. 
<clears throat> they have habits because they're bad habits. Then there's the one that's actually moving forward. They know their mission statement. They know their purpose, but they're trying to do it on their own, and they're trying to do it in God, you know, in their time versus God's time. And that's the other thing. No matter what, if you really step in and lean into God and le lean into having a relationship with Jesus, then He will show you the next steps. Yeah. And sometimes we're, we're, I think we're afraid. Well, I, I want to control this, yeah. or He might want me to do something I don't want to do. Yeah. I've been there. I've been there. Yeah, I've been that. Sure. I've been. You can go go to Google and look up the. And I'm the poster child. Um, what I look now is I have to pray about it. I know you pray about it. I pray about it individually, and then we come together and we pray together. And I think that's another key element. We start our days though, and I'm, I'll come back to that. We start our days in prayer. Yeah. So you, you, I remember a long time ago, you would go to what used to be the white room that sort of turned into the blue room. So we start our day, but you would start your day in the white room. And you literally, it was like the war room. You'd go, you'd pray. And there was things that we had going on in life. And you say, no, this is going to happen. Or no, this isn't going to happen. Or it's not going to happen that way. And every time it, it happened. So it was like, anytime I'd see you in that room, I was like, amen, that's where you're supposed to be. And kept, you know, just kept developing my own faith. So then, then I'm like, okay, we've got to do this individually. And I've always been about habits and doing things that are gonna get me or the company or whatever I was doing throughout my life, you know, step by step. So I've always had the habits. Right. So I had to go back to what does God want me to do? Right. Spending time alone, spending time in quietness. Yeah. No music, no this. That's uncomfortable. Um, I found best that I, I go out and sit in our garage. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Alina will find me in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I was like, what are you doing out here? I'm comfortable in the ground. I think it's a guy thing. So, you know, finding that alone time. Yeah. And then number one is being in the Word, and that's God's Word. Where do you find God's Word? Is in the Bible, right here. The Bible right here. Um, and, and really reading it. And you say, where do I start? Or, or it's too hard to understand. I went through the same thing. And if you don't have a Bible, then go to the YouVersion Bible app, and the YouVersion Bible app, that's, and we don't get paid by them, but we love those guys, <laughs> <coughs> has helped me be Bible literate. I can't quote the verses, but like I know the verses, I know the stories. <clears throat> and, and every one of the, my best stories that I love out of the Bible are the ones that were the underachievers, you know, David, um, you know, Job, I mean, and, you know, even Moses. I mean, all these people that did great things they were the most unlikely yeah. at some point, and they became very likely in the end because God was anointing them, God was grooming them, God was raising them up. So to me, <clears throat> being quiet, praying, and, and literally reading, and now I pray every morning, no matter what, and no matter where I'm at. And then yeah. most days, uh, we don't do it every day, but we do it most days, we, you and I come together and pray together. <clears throat> and I think that was a catalytic time for us for sure. when we started praying together. And the first time, I think it was really weird. For, I know it was weird for me. I'm sure it was weird for you. And we, we were praying and, and you were like, your prayers were like, oh my gosh, that's a really good prayer. And I was like, oh, mine really isn't that good. <laughs> so the point is, it doesn't matter what the prayer is, pray. Yeah. Be in the word, be alone. And then the, the other part is be with people that are for you and they're gonna lift you up and have grace for you because man, we're gonna make mistakes. I know it's, it's hard to believe we're gonna make mistakes 
Um, and, and somebody probably will watch the show and don't like something that I said, and it's okay. Because we make mistakes. Because we make mistakes. Yeah. The key is yeah. having grace, and that's another thing that's been a development factor, which is in my own habits, yeah. of having grace for other people and seeing things like, I know that's going to be a mistake, but they keep going down that path. And yeah. especially as parents, we see it with children. Yeah. And, you know, we got a lot of kids, and, you know, the, a lot of things happen, and sometimes you just got to let them go down that path, yeah. and then you got to love on them and have grace for them. But the one thing I know with every one of our ki kids, if when the chips are down, who are they going to come to? They're going to come to us. And, and they know we love them. They know we have grace. And if you don't have children, then who around you? But to me, right. if you have children, you understand that. Yeah. And then now it's having that grace for other people. Now we're in a time of the world where we got to have grace. We got to <laughs> we got to have some patience because there's a lot of craziness going on. Yeah. And if you're in the word and you're doing the habits that God wants you to do, then he will walk you through that path. Yeah. You know, as we've been talking about all of this, I think about ICCI, International Christian Coaching Institute, and on our womenoffaith.com page, people can go and look at our life coaching opportunities because I teach um, women's life coaching to um, that organization, for that organization. And we talk about mission, vision, purpose, all of these things, habits, discipline. And I just keep going back to, yes, I talk about that in that training. Yes, I talk about that in that training. And I think... Um, Life coaching has been such a huge part of my life that has helped me understand what we're talking about today. So I just always encourage people to go check that out because it's been transformational for us. And then I want to talk about your End Times Chat show with Dan Crystal. Tell us what that's about. So you're asking me two questions. Nope. Just one question. End Times Chat show. I want you to talk about that with everybody. Well, it's just a simply being obedient. Uh, you know, our good friend Dan Crystal, who's been on the show, he yeah. was on here before I was. So I don't know what's right. That. So. <laughs> he made it first. <laughs> so we had this conversation. We're talking about all the things that were going on over the last 18 months and, and uh, before. And uh, we're just like, is this a time of the end days? Yeah. And so we started comparing notes. And then I said, well, I started studying it when I was in junior high. And so ever since then, then, when I went in the military, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm seeing technology and things that are happening yeah. that aren't readily available, but I'm like, oh my gosh, this is happening. So I knew, I knew, and I didn't think we were in the days then, but I felt like we were definitely going that way. Yeah. So I've always been keen on like what's going on in the world and, and how's that point back to Jesus, even when I wasn't feeling like I really had a close relationship with Jesus. Um, and, but God, but God kept, kept, point me in the right direction. So we had a conversation. So then one day we, we just started chatting and, and uh, chatting just like we are. Right. And, and he said, um, you know, um, we should do something with this. I said, I, I, I think we should, get, should do right. a show. And he goes, well, that's what I'm thinking. Well, then the next two nights later, a couple nights later, Tanya, his wife goes, okay. And she wakes up in the middle of the night. So she's one of those, she wakes up in the middle of the night and whatever she wakes up in the middle of the night, you better pay attention because God's talking to her. She goes, you and GJ, you and GJ, you and GJ yeah. are going to do this. And, and she goes, he goes, well, you're a little late to the table. And now you are here almost, I mean, almost a year almost into. Almost a year. Yeah. So, so we started, cool. so we started doing it to be just being obedient. And so we do a live stream um, and we're actually coming onto the liftable platform. 
and so you can go to end times chat yeah. and, and it's unscripted although we have a couple things we do talk about right. and and we talk about what's going on and every week there's something to talk about and uh, we, we do make it light because we know we're talking about heaviness yeah. um, and because that can scare a lot of people when you're in Jesus and with Jesus and for Jesus which means you're in purpose because <laughs> there's no better purpose because God will give you all the purpose and all the next steps yeah. that right there can take away the, the fear yeah. um, because worst case we die and we go to heaven I mean yeah. it's it's that thinking eternally right so check that out I know you guys have just really put a lot of heart into that and you do such a good job you have so many viewers watching already so it's it's an incredible um, it's a God thing Absolutely. it's not like you set out and said hey I really want to start this it just we've done no marketing yeah Okay, I, I have several more questions, but I'm just going to have to pick the last couple. Oh, my gosh. Because I think we're already over on time because well, this is detail, long story form, and then a bridge form. <laughs> okay, I want you to share um, who is the biggest influence on your life and why? Number one, Jesus Christ, number one. Um, I, I, I wouldn't always say that, uh, but absolutely 100% right now. Um, I've had I've had great mentors and coaches around me, uh, you know, starting off with my parents, and my parents were great, you know, um, and uh, you know, and and sometimes it didn't seem like it was so great. Then I, you know, Coach Dale Brown, as you know, who's had a major impact in my life, and 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 you, and um, you know, iron sharpens iron, and I feel like we sharpen each other's iron, yeah. and um, and I believe it's it takes a village to raise a child, and. To raise you. I'm still, and I'm still a child. <laughs> yes, I am. Okay. I just, See, I asked for one person. I can, I can, you had you had a name like six. I can't just name it. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> okay. But everybody's going to go, duh. Yeah. Do you want to experience a deeper relationship with Jesus? Join me for inspiring conversations that will equip you to walk more fully in God's purpose for your life. On my show, you'll meet a wide range of guests who are impacting the kingdom in meaningful ways every day. Check out the latest episodes only on Liftable. Okay, so it's time for the G.J. Reynolds Truth Bomb. I mean, you've shared a lot already um, in this show, but the G.J. Reynolds Truth Bomb. I got nothing. Bomb, oh, yes, that's part do. of our show. <laughs> you do, too. Um, so basically, it's a 30-second, 30 30-second. 30 takeaway that people are going to remember what G.J. Reynolds had to say? I think I've already really said it and, and is number one is be in the word, yeah. be in prayer, yeah. surround yourself with the right people yeah. and sometimes the wrong people around us are, you know, they're, they're family so you got to just sort of set boundaries yeah. um, and then most importantly think eternal and if you do those things then the life starts to change and then you'll start to see what's really important and then you yeah. can go back to having time value what's really important versus the craziness and the busyness because there's no fun in busyness because do 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 creates do do yeah thank you well thank you thank very you. much thank you for being on the show and i say this at the end of every <laughs> show but i say this to you too a most genuine um i am cheering you wildly because what? i know i see the transformation in you and um, i'm so thankful that we get to work together that we get to live together, that we get to do our life together each and every day. So I love you and I'm cheering you wildly. Thank you very much, babe. I love you too.
This show is brought to you in part by Faithfully Fit and Free, CHM, and ICCI. To learn more, go to womenoffaith.com. Hi, I'm Alita Reynolds, president of Women of Faith. First of all, I simply want to share that I believe God wants all of us to be walking victoriously with Him. I believe this because He's given us the living word, the Bible, as our guide to know what to do when we struggle in our lives. All of our resources here at Women of Faith are practical help based on biblical truth, giving you hope beyond what the world has to offer. If you or someone you care about is battling one or more of these 100 topics we have available, we have what you need to not only offer hope, but the steps you need to move forward and for breaking free from what holds you captive. I wanna give you a quick list of our resources, and you may want to utilize more than one of these to get the transformation you're really looking for in your life. First of all, we have our Women of Faith classes. Do you like to learn by watching videos instead of reading? then our growing collection of classes are for you. We have a comprehensive video library that coaches and equips you to walk in victory in every area of your life. As a certified life coach with some of my most trusted friends and experts, we share our own personal journeys of our own struggles of the topic at hand and know how we've been able to overcome them Plus, we'll help you find the tools needed for yourself. Then we have our Women of Faith show with Alita Reynolds. This show is for you if you're inspired by hearing other people's stories of overcoming their struggles to live in victory. These inspiring conversations will encourage you to live the life you're created for. You'll hear stories from guests who are impacting the world in big and small ways every day. We also have our Women of Faith Keys for Living, books and ebooks. Now these keys are great for personal study or even small group studies. The Keys for Living books provide steps to solutions so that you'll discover God's wisdom and guidance in a simple format to walk in freedom and live in victory. Now are you ready to start reading right now? <laughs> Go ahead and download a Key for Living ebook for a complete and comprehensive guide on your chosen topic. Or would you rather read, highlight, and write in your book? Then order a print book to be delivered right to your home. Another resource available is our downloadable quick study guides. They contain excerpts from our correlating Keys for Living book to offer an immediate overview and concise answers. If you simply need somewhere to start, then start with our Key to Hope. We want to help you right away with a free gift from us. I'm praying for you to find what you need based on biblical truths. We care about your transformation. Whatever you're facing, your life matters, and God wants you to live in victory. Today's a great day to begin.